0: Dear Ann Landers, my husband is I are Abby. in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in a year. Dear Ann Landers, I didn't see she a woman here at this point.
1: She thinks way too much of her. She had to get married in a girl. Girl. Meets opportunity Is that luck or something I don't know I read it on when a box When preparation
0: H Meets
1: Opportunity of my rash A meets Why don't they call it Preparation A Oh because it's a hemorrhoid I get it now
0: Is that why the H is there
1: I would assume You're preparing your H Which is in your A
0: That w- Then why did they stop With preparation to keep H Keep your D out of there Yeah Preparation H for your A
1: <laughs> ASAP
0: no, Now sold in all
1: stores. Oh, I don't know. I can't believe I just came to that. I was this many years old when I realized what the H stood for.
0: I do you really think that's what it stands for?
1: Yes, yeah, and it? it's for hemorrhoids. Preparation H.
0: Preparation. But what are because you preparing for? Well, because
1: how did for? they how did they spitball that? I shouldn't have said spitball. <laughs> 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 I'll take it. I'll Talk take about it. a trigger word. My God, you better spitball before you prepare my age for your A.
0: But wouldn't you be preparing for your H? Because it's preparation H.
1: It's preparing your H.
0: But I would say, like I would say, like if I'm preparing the D, preparing the dinner. I'd set the table. And then, D, you,
1: and I, then you'd Becca, come. And D then you'd come over. does not stand for dinner. I don't know what dinner you're having. Well,
0: okay, if you wanted to see preparation D, which would be my dick, then, <laughs> exactly. I would like, then I'd That's... maintain it. And then guests can come over. So then it would be presentable. So
1: at this point, it's, it's already annihilation H because it's like it's already right. reached mass capacity. Because right.
0: like, if you're in this aisle looking for preparation H for my D, there's no preparation no, anymore. It's like. Full blown.
1: We're in process, H. (laughs) Yes. We have boarded
0: up the windows and the hurricane is coming.
1: Exactly. There's already sandbags. There's there's a red hurricane coming and it's going to hurt. Ooh. I'm very fortunate I've never had to experience the preparation of H. No. Uh, yeah, but you know, never say never.
0: That's right, Brandy.
1: Please. When I was on vacation, I had to get Dulcolax for the first time. And it's always fun to check out (laughs) at Walgreens with like Dulcolax and a six pack of beer, Mm -hmm. which is a good combination. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Ocean State Job Lot. That's the place I wanted to tell you about. Yes. It's, it's specifically in the Northeast. I don't think they're anywhere else there. It's like New Hampshire, Maine, Connecticut. I've seen one in Connecticut, uh, My mother loves it, and I used to make fun of her for it, and now, ooh, God, I love it. That's where we got the rug upstairs.
0: Which is wonderful. Is it like a Costco?
1: (sighs) It's, no. It's like anything that fell off the back of an off-brand truck ends up. Now, I don't know what lot less is. I've never been in, or less lot, or whatever.
0: I, I haven't either. I've only seen the... You've
1: only heard till. I've only seen the marquee. I've only heard of the legend of lot less. <laughs> I feel the marquee, yes. <laughs> I, I, I assume it's kind of like that. It's like everything. It's almost as if Aldi had a baby with Costco. Okay. And it's a big, like, open space. Clearly used to be a, K, it's a Kmart-ish but you won't find one single brand that you recognize in there. So, so like, if you want some off-brand nail polish, uh, some solar lights for your backyard, mm-hmm. and a rug, and a spatula that may last a couple weeks, this is the place for you. Oh, but I got Juicy Couture uh, shorts. There? Yes!
0: Are they called Juicy Couture, or is it...
1: It's Juicy Jubi- Couture. <laughs> Juicy Couture. You have to really read yeah. it. <laughs> look at, Juicy Couture. Who's she?
0: <laughs> Little cat faces. I, I, I
1: just needed like some trashy, you know, kick-around shorts, and I got Juicy Couture for eight dollars, and uh, they're bright pink, and they look all nineteen eighties. And then I'm the asshole that put it in with the white uh, clothes, and I washed oh. them, and now everything. Is a little jukey couture. <laughs> All my whites have a little jukey on them.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the comedy club. Jukey couture. Hey,
1: how you doing? Everybody in here looks a little bit pink.
0: <laughs> Anyone bad. have? A, they don't have an ashtray.
1: <laughs> I love it, though. And I've been looking for a rug for our, can I call it a foyer? Am I yes, that you fancy? Can. Yeah. It's just an entryway. Foyer means place that you step in after you open a front door.
0: You do. You have a place to turn around, and you have a light fixture oh. that hangs down.
1: So that counts as foyer.
2: Yes. Ah, oh, French. And you have a closet.
1: It is French for Pee-wee, the other French side of the door. <laughs> it is French for cheap rug from Ocean State Job Lot. I couldn't have been prouder when I found it, and I, I've been looking, looking, looking for a rug, and rugs are not cheap. No. Let me tell you what. we are. We are all in the wrong business if we are not selling rugs and blinds. We're doing something wrong.
2: Correct. Right?
1: I
0: have replaced my rugs maybe a thousand different times.
1: And they're pricey. And I have had I look rugs come in this house and I've sent rugs back. And yep. Wayfair's like, again? And I'm like, it's not working, Wayfair. Everything you send me doesn't work.
0: I don't like Wayfair anymore.
1: No, but go to Ocean State Job Lot and your life is going to change. And we walked out of there with like chair covers and rugs and uh, Chico's. Those are Cheetos. Cheetos. Oh, <laughs> off-brand! Off
0: brand. This doesn't taste right.
1: Cherry cues, yay! <laughs> this doesn't taste right. So yeah, it was it was a, a very fruitful uh, endeavor into the state of New Hampshire. Okay. Yeah, it was lovely. We got all sorts of fun little things. A- an- went antiquing. Went to an antique store where a guy, you know. All it is is a hoarder's house. You're just walking into a house of somebody who's a hoarder.
0: That's all that they are. And they're like, oh, don't touch that, please. And, like, oh, it is like. But he had, turn... like,
1: a racist doll collection when of, we turned of a course. corner. I'm like, There's why is there, there a racist like, doll room? Like,
0: you've got great stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and then you turn around, the lights are gone. Like, everything is, like, it's dim. And you're like, wait, <laughs> hello? <laughs>
1: And I went to go, of course, I find some some sort of weird little something. Like, I'm looking for hat boxes. I'm looking for weird. Because I'm becoming that person now. Uh,
2: what person?
1: The person that, that ultimately probably ends up being the antique store owner. I'm going to get a racist doll room. It's going to be a blast. Going
0: into an antique store is like walking into someone's living Jenga game. Yep. Everything is stacked on top of one another. Like, you pull one thing down. Like, oh, now I got to pay for that whole
1: file <laughs> so of Butter shit. dishes go flying.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry I broke all your racist dolls, but I mean, let's be uh, honest, you're an
1: asshole. But I would have taken them anyway, just for <laughs> just for curating purpose. I can't have these things be out in the world. It is, it's like a hardware store owner. Same. I've never walked mm-hmm. into a hardware store that isn't floor to ceiling covered with stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And the thing that you
1: want is on the top shelf. Didn't I tell you about our local hardware store guy? No. Who, who puts like, Terrorist propaganda up just casually around the place, but
0: such as I have
1: an appreciation for like anything with Al Qaeda. I'm like I can't tell what side those people who like post newspaper clippings. You're like, what side of the aisle are you on? I can't quite tell.
0: It seems like a strange place to have a posting like that.
1: Oh yeah, hard. Welcome to my hardware store. Let me tell you about QAnon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I need some screws.
0: Hoses on sale too. For one, abortion is wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? 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 Um, I'm. Sorry. I
1: just. I just wanted to get a rake.
0: What is is there a clinic in the back of the hardware <laughs> store?
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be the least bit surprised because this guy had everything, and that's where you want to go if you're gonna get. You oh, know, you mean
0: Doctor Death? Yeah, he's in the back. Off-brand abortion, yeah.
1: exactly. And I brought my father down there when I first moved in, and we just needed to get something really weird and little. And I thought, well, this guy's never going to have it. We walk into the hardware store, and it's like, it's so packed that the aisles, you have to walk down them sideways. Mm-hmm. Hardware stores have a specific kind of mothball smell, yes. too. And and this Which guy was behind a pane of glass. This is before COVID. Like, he's already in a bulletproof case that he's put himself in. And, and you walk in and you look up and you nothing makes any sense. It's just like boxes on top of boxes, nothing that you could find normally. And you walk in and, and he's like, what do you need? And my father turns to him with this sad little, we needed like a magnet latch, something really weird and specific. And I thought, we're never going to find it. Let's go to Home Depot. And, and he, my father just takes it out and points it at him. And he's like, I got it. And then he disappears for about five minutes, and then he like repels from the ceiling off of a rope with the exact thing we need, and he's like six point right there. You go, and then he just went right back up into or into they, the flies. Where they
0: pull out that one random box that has like nothing makes sense. It's like a junk drawer, and like, yeah. is this what you're looking for? You're like, yeah. How did how did you know that it was in that box?
1: Is is this your card? <laughs> Hey, that's perfect, because this week's theme is magic. How do we know? So let me take this opportunity to welcome you. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, uh, Jeff um, Goldbloom.
0: And I'm Gloria Stefan.
1: And we're coming to you from the Maha'a bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it?
2: Excuse me while I whip this out. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, classic, isn't it? And we're classics, too. This week, like all weeks, we are bringing you the classic advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're bringing them up from below the ground, and we're, we're going into the hardware store, and we're asking for their articles. And a man is finding it somewhere in the bowels of his store, and then he's giving it to us. Everything we never knew we needed and wanted. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on our social medias at DearPodOfficial on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. We have a website, did you know? DearPodOfficial.com where you can binge every last sexy episode. God, we're funny! There's lots of them there, so do it. Go right now. And while you're there, why don't you just toss us an email, dearpartofficial at gmail.com. Did you know, did you know, did you know, know, no, no, that we take advice questions from our listening audience, and you could have your advice question answered by two people who are completely ill-prepared to actually answer anything seriously. Yes, you! Yes, Yes, you! you. And hey, you! Did you know we have a Patreon? Patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial. For three or five dollars a month, you can be a subscriber. And hey, if you do give us money, we'll give you things in return, like hugs, virtually. (laughs) Cocktail (laughs) recipes, virtually.
0: Friendship. Virtually. Oh,
1: Always. That's the only way to have a friendship is to not see your face.
0: I just want to be the new Delilah.
1: You are the new Delilah. I hope so. Well, put that on your mood board, your vision board. Make it happen now.
0: I forgot. I have a gift from our friend Galen and Ann.
1: Oh, my God. What is this? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Christmas has come early to the Pineapple Ranch. I want to thank uh, Galen and Andy, super fans out there extraordinaire, for Cal Vista Presents Lisa Ann, <laughs> Tits A Wonderful Life. It is a VHS <laughs> copy of Tits A Wonderful Life. I don't know where you found it. The, the picture on it is everything I've ever wanted it to be. And uh, the tagline tag says George Bailey, eat your heart out.
0: Well, and I think he'll be eating, eating, more eating than something out, yeah. but
1: it's <laughs> it not her heart. Dep- Unless
0: it's Jeffrey Dahmer, it won't be Preparation eating Preparation H.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've been told to read the... Wow! Oh, what wonderful nice pictures of steps. Lisa Ann.
0: <laughs> she looks so great. Good
1: for you. First of all, there's a bigger picture of her welcoming me with open arms. She has angel wings on, so and a very sheer... Uh, I think this was the time when we used the word negligee. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, the 80s were wonderful. The yeah, negligee like and the gliggy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the tagline on the back says, every time a bell rings an angel gets dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Blown. I'm assuming. <laughs> I, I don't know. Could you put that on the box back then? I don't know. Uh, you fill in the ellipses. I mean, it's, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure. It's right. a mad I mean, lib.
0: How do I know what they
1: want? <laughs> angel gets whatever you want. Okay, so I'm supposed to read this. Every time uh, a bell
0: rings, an angel gets a car payment. No, <laughs>
1: no, no. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gym membership. What do you What do you get? Uh,
0: Blowjobs, condoms, rose, condoms,
1: condoms, condoms. <laughs> Easy, lady. Would you just get out of prison? Uh, First of all, I like the fact that we have the cast list that's written on the back here like, oh, well, if Jordan Lee is in this and Tom Chapman, I got to see it. I love his work. I love
0: them. I I love
1: Blade Baron's work. (laughs) (laughs) And Bogey, I don't know what he does, but trust me, he can shoot a bogey. Uh, There's a couple of of fun pictures here. Um, I could describe them, but I think you get there's a lot of fake boobs going on. No. So the back of it says, if you need a reminder of just how wonderful life can, comma, be. <laughs> <Literally> not, <laughs> was the editor getting boned at that? I love a real was comma. The
0: copywriter was just like, I'm out.
1: <laughs> I can't help you with this. So I'm going to read it with the intention Please. of the author. Because, you know, commas are important. Yeah. If you need a reminder of just how wonderful life can be. B, you came to the right place. <laughs> Lisa Ann sparkles as the guardian angel you always wished you had, and she's got a few tricks that would certainly have perked old George up. <laughs> so cuddle up with some eggnog, and press play. Your holiday wishes are about to come true. Let me just let
0: me just stop you right there. I have never. Had a sip of eggnog and was hard at the same time to (laughs) masturbate myself. (laughs) Who? What? Fucked up? Fucked up? Man, is like God. This eggnog is so fucking good right now. So hot. I can't wait to whip my dick out and and stick it in it.
1: Yeah, stick it in the eggnog. Maybe I'll do that.
0: (laughs) That is the most. It's the most foul product (laughs) ever invented.
1: And now they've put that in your head.
0: And so it's like. I can't even, it's not like I'm going to have a martini and I'm going to, you know. And it's not
1: even like it's whipped cream. No. It's it's a liquid cream, but eggnog is hot. This, we're going to have to get a VHS player so we can watch this. Tits a wonderful life. I cannot thank Galen and Andy enough for this gift. I don't know whose selection it was in.
0: I don't know, but it actually took me a second. I'm like, tits (sighs) a wonderful life. And then I'd say it out loud. It's like one of those things yeah. where you have to. It's, it's like, like those 3D word pictures When you're like, uh, tit, it, tit, 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 tit. Oh, it's tits, Oh, tits, a wonderful life. Oh, I got it.
1: It's the Mad Magazine folded. <laughs> yes. You're like, I don't get it. It looks like a heart. Oh, wait, it's a boat. I get it. It's, I don't get it, but I get it. Wow, I am going to have to see Lisa Ann's finest moment here. Uh, And a VHS, too, so you're going to have to do some fast-forwarding. It's a lot of patience involved in this porn. I
0: believe so. You have
1: to earn your porn in the 80s. Yeah, there's
0: going to be some stripes involved.
1: Did I ever tell you about uh, Steph when when they moved into their old house and they had a dropped ceiling and they were... They were looking to, like, move the ceiling up or whatever. Drop ceilings. Nothing good ever happens in a drop ceiling. There's always something rogue in there. Mm -hmm. And they moved one of the panels aside, and they were feeling around up there, and they found guns Mm -hmm. from the previous owner, multiple guns, and a box of VHS porn. Like, a whole selection.
0: So he likes to play with his gun. While he's playing with absolutely. his gun,
1: absolutely. That's where you're gonna store it, where the yeah. kids can't get it in the dropped ceiling. You're yeah. not tall what enough. What could go to read wrong with that. a
0: loaded weapon falling from the ceiling?
1: <laughs> falling from a a popcorn yeah. thin mm-hmm. ceiling, uh, and then they call. She called him, and she was like, "Come back here and get your shit." She was like Angela Bassett,
0: get your get shit, your
1: shit, get your and shit. get out. And she was so angry, and she said that they gave them back all of it, but they found one porn in there that said. Some really sick shit. It was... it. What didn't have a label on it, it just was written some really sick shit.
0: Did she keep it? She kept it. What was in it? I don't want Never know. Tell me.
1: watched it. What? And I have been abnormally obsessed with it. If I'm saying that I think about it once a week, <laughs> I'd be... I'd be I, I wouldn't be lying. Uh, every now and then, I'll just be sitting there and go, I want to know what's on that tape. And then they moved again and they got rid of it. So they... Threw it out without ever knowing what was on it.
0: It might be for the best because there's some sick motherfuckers.
1: Out oh there. yeah, there's a snuff porn. I don't know what. I don't know what's on there.
0: But I cannot help but try and imagine <laughs> Steph on her front lawn in like a silk
1: negligee sl- slip and a, yeah,
0: smoking a cigarette with just like burning boxes of VHS, like, get your
1: shit. Get your really sick shit.
0: (laughs) Like, ammunition's just exploding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This was a bad idea. I shouldn't have lit that on fire. You
0: look a lot different from when uh, we sold the house to you. Doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) Her face is all charred, like she's Winona Ryder at the end of Heather's, you know? Just like, ugh, hair messed up.
0: You look a lot like Angela Bassett today. Shut up and get your shit up.
1: Boom, piao piao,
0: You just killed my wife. Sorry. Not my problem.
1: I, I had to burn it.
0: I didn't know what was in I the was, box. I
1: was doing it to make a point. I see it was a bad idea yeah, now, but terrible.
0: Still. <laughs> I didn't know there was paint
1: thinner in it. I didn't know there was real ammunition. <laughs> Wow, I am so excited, thank you so much I did not expect Christmas to come so early Oh, Christmas came early And so will you, when you watch Tits A Wonderful Life
2: Ho, ho, ho (laughs) Ho, ho
1: these hoes (laughs) Oh, Mary, I put a lasso around your vagina Oh, okay All right. so this week, we have a couple real good themes coming up, people You should be excited, so you should definitely go and binge them do what you got to do and then give us money on Patreon. Sound easy? Sound good? Sound sexy? This week's theme. Uh...
0: Every time a bell rings, an angel gets a fuck.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? Now, a wonderful That's life. not what the ellipses said. <laughs> I get to fill it in any way I want. I'm I a bet you person. will. Me too. Every time a Upside bell down, rings, an angel
0: sideways.
1: cleans out the dishwasher. <laughs> That's married porn.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, Everyone's just fast forwarding through married porn. Um, that's just the trash taking out. <laughs> All right, okay. The yard work done. Yeah, yeah. Windows, he's making dinner. There's no, she's there's no nudity. No. Oh, she's changing. Oh, God, oh, no, she's he's changing cleaning her out the
1: gutters. Oh no, she's actually cleaning out the gutters. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not a euphemism. This, this Oh good, porn the pizza man's
0: so... here. Oh, and he left. Oh, with nothing <laughs> happened. Nothing happened. They the, just gave the, him a tip. The, an rewind, tip. rewind, fast forward. Did I? Is it here? N-
1: Oh, wait, oh, wait the TV left. repairman is here. Now it's ah. going to get.
0: Oh, he re- oh, God, he, he just is. just
1: repaired huge. the TV. Huge.
0: Oh, he took the TV out.
1: Oh. Hmm. Oh, it's over. He's just leaving? Credits. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> yeah. This mm. is married porn. It went on for oh. like five hours, yeah, there was too, no music. You th- <laughs> I mean, the part where they were just watching TV sitting next to each other, I thought would do something, but. Oh,
0: oh yeah. Now he's scratching oh, okay. himself. Oh, he's going to pull it out. Oh, oh he pulled oh, out, out some belly lint. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. You
1: know oh she's getting in the shower.
0: Oh. With her clothes on. Getting on. (laughs) With her child? Wait, what? She's in the bathroom a really long time.
1: (laughs) So is he. Oh,
0: what's that? Oh, that's a dildo. Oh, no, that's Glade. Oh, God.
1: Separate bathrooms. Mm. (laughs) Wow. We are coming in hot to trot today because I've had some vacation. I'm feeling ornery, and I'm ready to talk about this week's theme, which is magic. Magic. My jewels likes magic. I'm not a magic show person. No. No. Ooh, pull a rabbit out of your hat. I don't consider. I mean, I remember being excited about David Blaine for about five seconds, and five. I realized, yeah, yeah, it was interesting when he did, you know, I don't know, tricks. And then all of a sudden, I was like, we're not watching magic; we're just watching a guy's multiple suicide attempts.
0: Mm-hmm. That and David Copperfield, I don't <laughs> like. Yeah, like, oh, he's gonna make the Eiffel Tower disappear. Like, okay, wouldn't you be like terrified if you're like? I just love this city so much. Oh, my God! <laughs> anyway, I swear to God, it was right here. I swear to God. What the fuck just happened? Like, do you know, like, we're seeing it from, like, the one side and the other people there. or uh, like, The
1: people in it- France are like, Je suis... Ah, monsieur! Mon monsieur! Asshole! Deve a cop asshole! I don't know what it is.
0: <laughs> I
1: thought that David Copperfield, he didn't do magic so much as did flare arms.
0: He's he illusionist. He a lot of fans. Yeah. And like, then he married Claudia Schiffer, which, <gasps> talk about an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure, she's your girlfriend. You're going to make her sexual right?
1: desire disappear.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. We saying? really believe that one.
1: Try to cut her in half. Brian I dare Brian Boitano
0: you. of magic.
1: If you tried to cl- cut Claudia Schiffer in half, each side would still be seven feet.
0: Mm-hmm. She just keeps growing. <laughs>
1: Pretty amazing. (laughs) Ta-da! I didn't even mean to do that. I I don't need... I'm not into the magic thing. I don't know. Except for... Well, no, I will say this. I wasn't into the magic thing. And then I opened for Justin Willman, who is a comedian magician, which usually sounds like a horrifying combination from the 1980s. Mm, Yeah. But
0: a little bit more interesting.
1: Well, now it is more interesting. So his show was... For some reason, it's it's a new show on Netflix. It's called Magic for Humans. And it was before, I opened for him before this came out. And I know him from Cupcake Wars, which whew, I love. I love, a, I love I love cupcakes. I love anybody who's battling with baked goods. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you're going to do with I don't know why. And there's a million shows out there where people are fighting with cakes. And I watch every last mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. It is so comforting to me.
0: I still don't understand why most people make cakes the way that they make them with that thick foreskin of icing.
1: Oh, I love the foreskin. I'm not going to lie. I'm the only person in the world who wants to eat the fondant. I am. I will always eat Jules' fondant.
0: I don't like fondant and I don't like cream cheese frosting.
1: I don't like cream cheese frosting. I stand by that. But it is a cake war is the only war that you will ever see me enter, and you can listen to the military episode to really confirm that when Correct. I didn't know the difference between the Navy and the Marines. Here we go. I'd rather battle with cake. Right. So he was the host of Cupcake That's your housewives tagline. <laughs> I'm always looking for my tagline. If I, I may get- not know the
0: difference between the Navy and the Marines, but I'm ready for battle with my cupcakes.
1: <laughs> What does she mean? Oh, actual cupcakes.
0: No, she just likes to eat cupcakes.
1: I'm ready to go to war, but not one that's actually fought on any (laughs) grounds where I could actually get blown up. This is a really long tagline, you guys. The only thing I want to
0: bite into is fondant. Mm.
1: Tits a wonderful life in Beverly Hills. (laughs) I would love to be a real housewife of New Jersey. They wouldn't know what to do with me. I'm like a coupon clipper. I. (laughs) I'd be like, you guys, I'm taking you to Ocean State Job Lot. Who wants off-brand nail polish? Who I've, wants in?
0: Have you gone like behind the curtain of like a lot of these reality shows, where like, you know, they're uh, shoving this lifestyle in everyone's face, and it's really all magic because oh, the house oh, yeah. is for rent. They these aren't really like their friends. Oh like, yeah. It, so it's I'm gonna all make all these boobs
1: magically appear. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: oh, I used to live in this uh, <laughs> junior. Junior Studio Alcove. Yeah. But now I have this house in the middle of, I have no idea where, New Jersey.
2: It's a
1: lot of brick and it's a lot of wrought iron. Yeah. Thank you, bravo. Yeah. But really, it's like the set of a Western. You know, if you go on the other side, it's just held up with two (laughs) by fours and a couple
0: PAs. (laughs) Is your house flapping? No, 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 no.
1: Is your house one dimensional? I don't Why? (laughs) Where'd that horse come from? And the guy in Chaps. Yes, so magic. It's we have articles on magic here. today. Oh, so all that is to say is that I opened for Justin Willman. Oh, right. He had a new show coming out called Magic for Humans, and I watched it on Netflix, totally loved it, loved it. I mean, he's so charming, and he's so funny, mm-hmm. and and he does like that, hey, you on the street, let me show you some magic. But it's not like David Blaine, who looks like, David Blaine looks like he is high from the moment he opens mm-hmm. his eyes to the moment he closes them, to the moment he slightly opens them again.
0: If David Blaine came up to me on the street, I'd interact with him the same way that I interact with the man that was doing meth in his hand by my house. (gasps) Just keep walking. Like, hey, do you got $5? Nope. Absolutely.
1: I'd treat him like a clipboard guy. I wouldn't even recognize him. No.
0: Do you like comedy? Nope. Nope. Not at all.
1: Yeah. You look like someone who cares about the environment as I'm smoking a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there, there's
0: a guy on my way to work, he's like, he hands out um, free samples of like uh, eye product or uh, skin care products. No. And they're the, now they're very like aggressive and mean. They're like, oh, you just need a little um, foundation underneath your eye because it's very dry. This really helps your sagging neck. It's like, what the fuck did you just say?
1: Oh my God. It's you know like- what's
0: going to solve my your sagging neck? Me ripping it out from <laughs> your fucking body.
1: Wait, why is your inner <clears throat> voice standing on a corner uh-huh. telling you what you... He's like, you should call your mom. Yeah. Wait, what?
0: You can get rid of these dark circles with this little jar. What? Wait,
1: how, did you? Yeah, your jowls are coming in. Wait, what?
0: Yeah, if you put this on your face, it'll distract everyone from your huge belly. Uh, what? Are you, I'm
1: so, I'll take all of your samples, and then I'm gonna <laughs> shove them up your. This will tighten your A. skin,
0: and no one will look at your small penis. <laughs> I swear to God, I will throw you through that plate glass window if you don't shut up.
1: This will take all the wrinkles out of your forehead and distract from the fact that you have no pecs. Wait, what?
0: <laughs> your parents didn't want you. You were an abortion that survived. What?
1: Eye cream?
0: Eye cream, no. No. Nope. And glass of water? I know it's hot outside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they should actually make those guys. They should make the meth guy the uh the clipboard guy and just so. combine all the wonderful characters of new york before all the tourists start flooding back in
0: i love times square
1: god don't you so come we have to times articles square
0: and be shot at Good, and yeah. we'll be get a shot of meth
1: god they have everything here drugs guns cheap porn
0: <laughs> i used to come for the louis vuitton imitations now i just come for the math and bullets
1: <laughs> the m and b all right kids let's do some articles shall we we're about two hours into this bad daddy so hit me with an article <clears throat> on magic. Oh.
0: This is the Charlotte News, Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte Church, Sex in the City.
1: Ooh. September
0: 27th, 1965. Phony magician. Dear Abby, I am a widow in love with a traveling man whose territory includes my town. He is married and has two children, he, but he and his wife are married in name only. I didn't know he was married when I first started seeing him, but after getting to know him and the circumstances of his marriage, it made no difference. Abby, this man has the power to transform me from a 49-year-old woman into a 16-year-old high school girl. It's magic. Now the problem. Well, the first problem is a 16-year-old person is not legal. For three years, he has been promising to divorce his wife so he can be married. Last year, I visited his town with the idea of renting an apartment to be near him Yet he discouraged this, saying he planned to file for for, for a divorce very soon. Mm. It's been seven months and nothing has happened. How long should I wait for him? He doesn't want me dating anyone else, and I'm getting and I'm not getting any younger. Signed, Magician's sweetheart. Oh. dear sweetheart, give him thirty seconds. Snap your fingers three times, and if your magician doesn't appear with his divorce decree in one hand and a wedding ring in the other, disqualify him. He's a phony.
1: I will magically make your self-esteem disappear. <gasps> ah, That's what the kind of magician we need. Yes. The kind that just <laughs> gets that rid of your psychological issues. Uh-huh. And now your anxiety is <gasps> gone. What
2: I will t- cut it in half
1: <laughs> with this pill.
0: Your childhood didn't happen. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so secure.
1: They never touched me. Oh, my God. This <laughs> God, is amazing. I look great. I look
0: fantastic. Wait, didn't of... I have body dysmorphia? Not anymore. Not anymore. It's... Look in the mirror.
1: It walked Holy into this. Shit. It walked into this magic <laughs> container and I opened the door and it's gone. Your body dysmorphia <laughs> disappeared.
0: Look in the mirror. Ooh. Try to tear yourself apart. It won't happen.
1: <sighs> and now the hypnosis act, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Tip your waiter. I would love that. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, I think this seems to be a theme because it's, it sort of recurs in mind, these magical, oh, magic man. Mm-hmm. So he's not an actual magician. He's just a guy who's a douchebag.
0: Right. Yeah. He has the power to transform me from a 49-year-old woman to a 16-year-old girl. I wouldn't That ever. is illegal. If he is also 49, that is illegal.
1: I will magically make his <clears throat> freedom disappear.
0: I cannot wait for him to... Rape me, because I will be underaged and oh, underdeveloped.
1: Isn't it just wonderful? I would never want to be magically turned into a 16-year-old.
0: So, let, let's think. So, she's 16 years old. So, why would a 16-year-old want to date a 49-year-old man who's married with several children?
1: Uh, I think what she's co- talking about emotionally. Mm. Emotionally. She's like, right back just, to being the This giddy- goes
0: back to big two. It's like, that does not... That's not There's great. There's things
1: you shouldn't be. And that's 16 years old. Correct. I You're never want to be a 49-year-old. I luckily, never want to be 16 again.
0: Luckily, I don't have that option.
1: Ah, oh, wouldn't it be great? You say that now. You Give Elon Musk two more years. But don't he's going to figure out time don't travel. Don't love
0: the idea of that? Like, going back and, like, righting the wrongs? You know, like, in Back to the Future. You got to be careful what you change, Marty.
1: Yeah, but I would be the asshole that stepped on a bug and, like, all of a sudden my parents disappear. You know, well, I'm going to no. do the wrong, I'm going to step on the wrong thing. I'm going to kill a mosquito. And then all of a sudden, there's no Connecticut, you know? You know what? The ramifications would be large if I time traveled. But if Elon Musk creates it, it'll be fine. But he's going to, Elon Musk is going to create time travel, but you're going to have to charge it halfway through because it's going to be electric time travel. Okay. Well. So you'd go back in time to like 1940 and then you'd have to wait about an hour, like, oh, charge up the this. time travel machine again, or like, I just want to get to 1880. Oh, my God. It's going to take me forever to do this if I have to keep charging this time machine. I got to the wrong
0: spot again. This is where I get beat up in the bathroom. Oh,
1: fucking 86. No. Okay. But now I have to charge the time machine. I always
0: have my knife in my pocket. Oh,
1: shit. I got They didn't have knives back then. Oh, Oh, God. Remember,
0: I didn't put the soap back properly, which means I dropped the knife. I didn't put it in my pocket. Oh,
1: fuck. If I have to get back to the Mesozoic era, this is going to take a very long time. God damn it, Elon Musk. Oh, Jesus, I should
0: have just took the DeLorean instead.
1: <laughs> I mean, at least you charge that with banana peels. That's easy. Marty!
0: Gar! One of my favorite movies of all time.
1: Oh, whenever I do an impression of him, it turns into a pirate. Marty! Marty! Oh, Marty. All right, here's an article from the La Crosse Tribune, La Crosse, Wisconsin, June 29th, 1960. Magic Kiss makes our money disappear! Dear Adlanders, for once in your life, give some practical advice and don't be so doggone stuffy. I know you have to say certain things or you'll lose your job, but bear in mind I'm no kid. I'm a woman, 33 years old, normal, (laughs) and I need love. Of course, I'd rather be married to the man than not, but he already has a wife. You know the old story. She's a miserable witch who hangs on for dear life and he can't get a divorce. I'll, I have an excellent position and will tell you honestly that I have bought him several suits, a cashmere coat, and other gifts. He wants to borrow $800 as a down payment on a new car. He can't sign a note for obvious reasons. I have a close girlfriend who is very smart. She tells me I'd be a fool to let him have the money. He's given me far more than $800 worth of happiness. I'd be heartsick if he broke it off with me. Please remember, Anne. His kiss is like magic, and I need him, Hmm. signed Normal Nellie. Dear Nellie, you need him like Custer needed more Indians. So his kiss is like magic, is it? Well, if you let him have the $800, I predict some more magic, like a disappearing act. Love on the lend-lease plan is not love. It isn't even reasonable facsimile, particularly when you are negotiating with a married man. My old-fashioned, moth-eaten, and stuffy advice is to quit trying to justify your immoral behavior by telling yourself you're normal. Send this jerk home on a full-time basis and find a single boyfriend who is somewhat more solvent.
0: Ian. Wow, that was lengthy.
1: I know, she had a lot to say. Well, she she had to defend her position. True. Oh, you think I'm stuffy? Ah! Yeah, sure, I just said Custer and Indians, but I won't know that that's culturally (laughs) inappropriate. 30 years from now. But still!
0: You think I'm stuffy, idiot? You bought someone a cashmere coat. A
1: cashmere What are you coat? made out of, money? Literally, and he's taking it all from you.
0: Who wears a cashmere coat?
1: Kids who are trying to pretend that they're adults. <laughs> Kids who are on... There's one child on another child's shoulders wearing... A, that's what I <laughs> picture a cashmere coat is like a... Well, hello, fine sir. I would like to buy some alcohol. Are you balancing on another child? I
0: would be so nervous wearing a cashmere coat.
1: Oh, 100%. I I guarantee you. I spill things like it's my job.
0: Someone would probably throw like a a milkshake on me. And I'm like, fuck
1: this. Yeah, someone trips Frappuccino on cashmere Uh coat. Oh, Oh. hey, mister. And this was the 60s. So, you know, 800 bucks. I want to know. That was a down payment on a car back then. Ooh, let's go back in time and pretend Remember when things were only $800? Remember
0: cars in the 60s that used to explode?
1: Sure. But still, for $800, <laughs> you'd be like, well, fuck it, let's just get another one. Sure, my nephews did, but <laughs>
0: it reminds me of it's his um, fault
1: for sitting in it.
0: Uh, uh, Peggy Sue got married when she's drunk at home after she's time travel and her dad buys her an Edsel and she's like, you bought an Edsel? And she just laughs in his face. Are you drunk?
1: I could watch that movie.
0: It's one of my, fa- again, one of my favorite movies. I
1: also love it when old people play young people. It just makes me so happy. I mean, I think that's why I like 80s movies in general is to watch the 50-year-olds play the teenagers. Yeah. But that specifically is like, Kathleen Turner.
0: Is 17, 16.
1: Yeah, and the, uh, the, I know that we're in like the make-believe world where she's traveled back in time, but everybody is just accepting that this woman's voice is the voice of a Mm -hmm. 16-year-old. Charlie, come down to the basement. Let me tell you, I am baking up with you. The most
0: sultry voice ever in existence, which has now passed. (laughs) Rest in peace, Kathleen Turner's voice. voice. Her best friends are Joan Allen Mm -hmm. and the mom from Seventh Heaven. These are not young people. No. And your boyfriend is Nicolas Cage.
1: No, Nicolas Cage, who looks With his like... original teeth. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, rest in peace, Nicolas Cage's original teeth. And
0: also, you have Nicolas Cage as your dad, Kathleen Turner as your mom, and you're Helen Hunt.
1: Helen Hunt Explain looks older me. than the both of them mm-hmm. in before she time travels.
0: When Helen Hunt takes her mom to the Enchantment Under the Sea dance, which that's not true. Her, uh... <laughs>
1: Right all of them her dance <laughs> and gene hackman shows up and suddenly i'm in hoosiers
0: if i were helen hunt and we we're like okay so you're just gonna get out you're gonna get out of the car and you're just gonna walk her up to the event and blah blah, blah. okay okay ladies come and they all come out of their trailer and if i was helen hunt and i looked at kathleen Turner, I'd be like why don't you go fuck yourself how do you look like this and i look like someone just put me in a dryer
1: yeah they're like helen we need you on set and she comes with a walker
0: Helen comes out and like, she's like, oh, I'm still waxing my mustache. Great. First take.
1: <laughs>
0: Places please. <laughs> Kathleen Turner's like fucking sucked and plucked and prodded yeah. and it's like clearly like drop dead gorgeous. And then and here's we your daughter. tape
1: Helen Hunt's face back to make it look <laughs> a little bit better. How far can we go back? How do you feel about Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's best one of the best movies ever. But Peggy Sue Getting got married. Getting close. Not that close. Peggy Sue got married. How many times? Damn. This is an old woman. Poor Helen Hunt. We really take the piss out of her frequently. We really do. We should get her as a guest.
0: I think she'd be great. Put I like Put that on in your interviews. mood board.
1: <clears throat> Put it on your vision board.
0: Have you seen, speaking of vision boards and Helen Hunt, for whatever reason, <laughs> the, um, uh, the Jodie Foster master class? No. I could listen to Jodie Foster talk endlessly.
1: Every time she talks, all I hear is Doctor Lecter. Doctor Lecter. Doctor Lecter. Doctor Lecter. Over and over, like on a loop, like a like a Paul is dead thing. You know, Doctor Lecter. Doctor Lecter. Paul is dead. What did he tell you? I could. I know. I have it. What is she teaching? Acting. Uh, directing. Oh.
0: But I mean, what a fascinating person! She's been doing this forever.
1: She really has. She's been born into the. What was the first thing that she was in?
0: Wasn't it a commercial?
1: can you picture Jodie Foster selling you anything? Did
0: I ask you this? Or I feel like I'm having a flashback. Did I already ask you if she's the copper tone girl?
1: Can you hit the Google machine? I'd be really fascinated. You mean the copper tone where the dog is pulling the pants off of a little <laughs> girl and nobody, and <laughs> no that got think, cleared? <clears throat>
0: no one thinks that's wrong.
1: No one thought maybe we shouldn't show a small ass on this. Okay. All right. It's, the product's selling anyway. Oh, it's selling okay. better? Oh, because it's a lotion. Oh, oh. okay. All right.
0: Coppertone, Jodie Foster.
1: Coppertone. She was a Coppertone baby. Can you picture buying Coppertone from Jodie Foster? This is SPF 15.
0: Jodie Foster made her TV debut in Coppertone commercial as a toddler on a boat with her family.
1: Mother, if you don't put this SPF 50 on me right now, we're going to burst into flames. It's very important that you give me that SPF 50. Oh, my. Ma'am, I'd like to sue this dog for sexual harassment. (laughs) He's trying to pull my pants off me. And um, I will see you all in that movie where I get raped on a pinball machine. There you go. One,
0: two, three, four. Fuck that
1: pussy. It is not that far a leap from the Coppertone girl to the accused. Not really. Dr. Lecter, it puts the lotion on me or it gets a sunburn.
0: (laughs) 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 That's the updated Coppertone.
1: Updated Coppertone commercial. (laughs) It uh. puts the lotion on me so that I can avoid skin cancer when I am older. That's all. Oh, okay. Well, that's all I had to say. Oh, okay. Oh. Would you like to give me an article?
0: Yes. This is from the Monroe News, Monroe, Louisiana.
1: Louisiana.
0: January thirty first, nineteen sixty nine. Dear Abby, I am twenty four, been married six years, and have five children.
1: What? Wait, stop.
0: Dear Abby, I am 24, okay. been married six years, okay. and have five children.
1: Okay, I don't do math. So when did she get married?
0: Don't know. But she is...
1: 18. Go- really?
0: Going on six. Six children. Right. No. Six years? Let me finish.
1: If a train leaves a station... I can't.
0: I'll have to start again. Okay. No magic formula for instant cooperation. Dear Abby... I'm 24, been married six years, and have five children going on six. No, we aren't Catholic, and we didn't have any of these kids on purpose. But, oh well, you know how it is.
1: Oh well, shrug. Huh? what are you going to do?
0: My problem is my husband. George thinks all he has to do is bring home the paycheck. Everything else is my job. He never once got up during the night to change a baby or give him a bottle, nor has he ever lifted a finger to help me in the house. When I was seven months pregnant with our first, I had to learn how to drive a car because George had a few beers too many, smashed up the car, and had his driver's license taken away. I had to drive myself to the hospital to have the baby. I don't know how we ever made it. I nearly had my baby in the car. I'm in my eighth month right now. This morning when I was on my hands and knees scrubbing the kitchen floor, George was laying on the backside, laying on his backside on the sofa watching TV, and he had the nerve to complain because he saw cobwebs in the ceiling. Maybe if I had time to lie on my backside on the sofa, I would have noticed the cobwebs myself. Abby, how can I get some cooperation out of this guy? I'm ready to fall apart. Signed, tired.
1: This is why women kill.
0: Well, you were on your backside at least six times, so you probably should have noticed those cobwebs. (laughs)
1: Ew! The most (laughs) sexist thing I have ever heard you say on this podcast. You're disgusting, sir. I said good day.
0: Oh, well, as she stated earlier... You know how it is. Uh, Dear Tired, I don't know any magic formula to get instant cooperation out of a husband, but for openers, you can close the baby factory. Ew. If you ever...
1: Why is she... Wait, why is this woman to blame in all of this? I get that it takes two to tango, but this is why God created the Oxygen Network. Go it takes on. two to
0: tango in cash. I don't know any <laughs> magic formula to get instant cooperation out of a husband, but for openers, you can close the baby factory. If you've never heard of Planned Parenthood, get acquainted,
1: Abby. I'd be giving those kids away. Get your children here. You want your fresh, hot children here.
0: We're going on six. Oh, well, it's not like you found a stray cat. Oh, well. Oh, well, it's just gestating in me for nine months. Oh, well. What you
1: gonna do? And as soon uh, as one goes out, another one goes in. He it's fell like a, in,
0: and now I'm gonna go scrub the floors. Like a
1: revolving door of my vagine.
0: I can't wait to smell that Clorox for about an hour and a half with my eighth, in my eighth month of pregnancy. What could women... possibly go wrong in 1969 products?
1: These are the women that true crime podcasts are based on. Seriously, I would... I, I don't know why she did that, but I I would smother that man in his sleep. Oh, well. Oh, well.
2: <laughs> Oh well. What, you
0: you gonna know gonna how do? it is. Oh well. No,
1: oh. I don't know how it is.
0: No, I don't. I don't. I've only had maybe two fish at, at one time. I have one dog.
1: We have two dogs and I'm ready to walk into traffic. Right. Oh well.
0: Yeah, it's not like, "Oh, come into my house and it's like fucking Ace Ventura when nature calls with Wah! all Wah! Yeah. No.
1: That was just a bird. Oh, well. oh well.
0: I just rescued everything that I came in. I just into grabbed
1: another parrot. Whoops. What you going oh, well. to do? Gotta adopt them.
0: We can't afford them, but, you know, oh, well.
2: (laughs) Oh, well.
1: Now, mind you, I could have six animals. I would. I would. If I could be Betty White and adopt all of the everythings, I would. Children, though. No. Give them away.
0: No. The responsibility? I think prior to this podcast, Erin and I had a, a discussion about, you know, Families and such.
1: Mm, yeah, very relaxing conversation.
0: Very relaxing. Yes. And then you spend the rest of your life undoing the work that, quote unquote, work that went into creating said child. Mm, mm, yeah. Anyway, no, I don't want to, anyway. I don't want to pass that on. But
1: just like magic, I will or, unravel or your family issues. Whoa!
0: Yeah!
1: Uh, let me cut them in half.
0: There's no text chain.
1: Wow. There's a lot of handkerchiefs coming out of your sister right now. Yikes. All right, I have one more article for you. This comes from the News Palladium, Benton Harbor, Michigan, November twenty third, 1971. Magic cook! See? Word magic's in there. Yeah. Dear Ann Landers, I'm a good cook, but I'm no magician. I can't wave a magic wand over a four-pound roast and make it big enough for a family of six plus three extra people. Why can't my husband get this through his thick head? Clyde works for a big company, and someone is always in town, either a customer or a purchasing agent. He also has a couple of freeloading brothers who have a habit of dropping by Clyde's office just as he is leaving for home. They tag along, and of course I have to ask them to eat with us. What else can I do at six o'clock? When it's the brothers, I open up another can of beans and add more potatoes to the hash. But when it's his customers or a purchasing agent, I have to give the kids peanut butter sandwiches in the kitchen. I think this is very unfair. Is it unreasonable to ask a husband to phone first? Even a half hour's notice would help. It would at least give me a chance to comb my hair. I've asked him a dozen times. Maybe if he sees himself in the paper, he'll get the message. Thanks, friend. Find. Find. Signed, Sue Prized. She punned. Oh, that's funny. Dear Sue, from now on, put the burden on Clyde. Tell him if he brings home unexpected guests, you aren't going to do one thing different. The meal will be served as planned, and the kids will stay at the table. No apologies either. Just a small announcement. Smaller portions, everybody. We have unexpected guests. But about your hair, kiddo. You could comb it just for him. Couldn't you? And that took a turn. So it's it's magic. (laughs) It's in the magic theme. And it has the word magic in it. There we go. I ticked all of the boxes. I have done check, my assignment. Check, check, check. Magical <laughs> cooking. If I had my druthers, I would do magical cooking, and I do. It's called calling Kim Sushi in West Orange, New Jersey. What
0: I love is the fact that you, you wanted
1: a magic thing. Yeah. You talked
0: about
1: your friend who, is who does magic, magician. and none of these, are magic. these, about these no, are magic. No, because we picked the word magic, and whatever comes down the pipeline mm-hmm. is how we receive it.
0: Yes. But Jim, if you'll notice, sometimes the mm. theme doesn't go that way. But we do discuss magic around it.
1: Yeah. Maybe there's not, there's ma- maybe I mean, not
0: article specific, but article adjacent. If I like say the word magic in, enough. Yeah. If I don't live in Beverly Hills, they live in Beverly Hills adjacent. Completely different. But which yet, is still Van the same.
1: Nye's which is nothing like it. Right. But, but you I'm don't I'm still know there. that if you don't live there.
0: I'm still Beverly Hills, Jason. It's
1: a means, smog center. Yeah, <clears throat> I can't breathe as clearly as the people who are Beverly Hills.
0: We did talk about David Copperfield.
1: Uh, <laughs> We've look. Magic comes in many forms.
0: It's it true. doesn't
1: have to be uh, a squirting rose, no, or a rose out of a shirt, no, or whatever roses people do with roses.
0: Which is funny because when she said squirting rose, I looked at the.
1: <laughs> the it's, <VH>. a <laughs> it's a wonderful life.
0: Wonderful life, and squirting roses is a supporting character.
1: Oh, cause smell my rosemary. Come over here and then oh, sit you on my Oh, shot lap. it in my eye, Rose. Oh, God. I'm now gonna... I know why they call
0: you Squirting Rose. I'm going
1: to jump off this bridge and into your vagina. <laughs> it's a wonderful <laughs> life, Mary. Mary. I don't know why. That's I my hope George my shoulders Bailey. don't
0: break your vagina.
1: <laughs> Wait, what's that? What's the song they sing? So, da, da, da.
0: Buffalo Bill Won't you come out And I want you come <gasps> out Buffalo and-
1: Bill Won't you come on my tits Come on my tits Go Buffalo come on, gal. Oh, Buffalo Gal, gal. Buffalo, Buffalo Bill, Bill. <laughs>
0: uh, We've combined Silence of the Lambs With its Tits of Wonderful Life Full
1: circle <laughs> Dr. Lecter Dr. Lecter
2: You
0: like the moon Mary I lasso it around
1: Let me show it to you Oh put your <laughs> pants back on George it's Bailey It's not for
0: you It's for your brother What? Is he <laughs> He's the one in the bushes
1: so that was our magic theme, wasn't it? Magical. Can't you believe? It all ticks the box. This is magic. I think. I can believe it. You have to believe it. I have to. You know believe what else is magic? We are magic.
0: Get ready for Nothing something magical. Nothing stand in our way.
1: You know what else is a wonderful song? You have to believe in Instagram mail! Instagram, Instagram mail.
0: mail! Didn't they know it's coming! I know, Instagram and I love mail. doing you when That's I say really great, Instagram. and we're clicking along, we're five oh. hours
1: deep, and. Well, everybody. It's a wonderful show so far. I hope you're it enjoying is. yourself, and it only gets better because we are giving you Instagram mail. That's right. We will answer one question from a listening audience member. So email us, dearpod at gmail.com, or slide on in to our sexy DMs. Ooh, that's tight. Dear get your preparation H out and prepare yourself for us to be completely unqualified to answer your advice questions. So do it, Patty. <clears throat> question. Oh, I don't know either. Uh, summer is in full
0: swing. Ah, here we go.
1: This feels right.
0: This just ends. Dear Pod, summer is in full swing and I absolutely love it. However, my neighbors have this beautiful pool that they use seemingly all the time, but they opt to swim in the nude constantly. I know it's their home and their pool, but we have kids. Is there a polite way to say, Hey, put your clothes on. This is a cul-de-sac. Signed, please advise, Moonshine.
1: Oh, lass on the Moonshine, Mary!
0: <laughs> Dear Moon, well, I guess they aren't leaving much to the imagination. One question for you. Do they at least have a fence or tall hedges? I can't imagine telling them that you've been spying on them swimming fresco will go over very well, as, or as, as you might have planned, because you are the problem. Being a peeping Tom... I guess the misfortune of being in such close proximity to your neighbors is that you must share the sounds and sights of all that you signed up for upon entering suburban life. It's just like my neighbor in 60 who would love to walk around his apartment completely naked. Now, seeing as many young straight males have zero design sense, he doesn't have blinds, shades, or even that dreadful, grateful dead rag hanging in his window to shield the sun and his quote-unquote freedom. I look directly into his apartment and can see all the fantastically boring things he does while being on a naturel. Cleaning his shoes, tending to his ant farm, various exercises, and oh yes, playing with his foreskin while watching Animal Planet and talking on the phone. It's like watching a newborn child just discover his privates, fascinated what it can do and how far it can stretch. There's simply nothing I can say or do than look away or hang better shears. He's not doing anything wrong, and I guess... It's my own insecurity that makes me rattle. Even after hours and hours of viewing the specimen, I realize that, yes, yes, it is me. Another martini, and I confirmed it. I'll just light some candles and open the window to just get a few more inches closer. Now I'm entranced by his new awareness. Ew. Alas. He's he's walked into the kitchen unaware that my silk blouse has popped open in the middle of the night breeze, caressing it slowly like a Chanel number no. 5 ad. Oh, oh, <laughs> What, what am I doing? What? 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 I, oh, yes, yes, yes. You know what? Plant a shrub, hang a drape. Dear, the human body can be quite a sight to behold. Now, where do you live again? Signed, Abby.
1: <sighs> Tits a wonderful <laughs> life indeed for her, isn't it? And her silky negliggy. Negligly. Negligly? Oh, George Starring Bailey. Jennifer
0: Lopez. Negligly.
1: No man is a failure who has friends in bed. <laughs> Put that in your your fortune cookie and eat it. Daddy,
0: every time.
1: Every time a bell rings, mom gives you a beige. (laughs) What? What? I don't remember this in the original movie.
0: Every time you
2: shake it, your mom gets a spray.
1: Maybe we shouldn't have Lulu or whatever her name is. (laughs) Zuzu. Zuzu. Buffalo Bill, won't you come out tonight? (laughs) Come on, face.
2: Put lotion in the basket, Buffalo Bill. Uh, Mary? You Help. want me to lasso the moon for you? I'll fucking lasso the moon for you. No,
1: <laughs> I just want you to lasso the bucket down here. Uh, I'll break your goddamn dog's uh, legs.
2: Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Merry <laughs> Christmas on bedroom falls. Oh yeah.
1: No man is a failure who eats friends.
2: You know me, Bert. Do you? Do you? <laughs>
1: So real. <laughs> it's such a good impression. I'm so jealous. You, don't, you know
2: the song by now. You keep playing it over and over. Jesus.
0: <laughs> I love when he yells at his kids.
2: Can you imagine if your dad was Buffalo
0: Bill and you didn't know it? And then you go back throughout your childhood and be like, that is fucking frightening.
1: Oh God, I shouldn't have eaten the roast.
0: Mary, don't you know the song by now? You keep playing it over and over. Jesus, Timmy, <laughs> would I look like a goddamn encyclopedia? Stupid what? fucking
1: kids. Why do we have so many of them? How six and How can we, we six never years? talk
0: about that scene? He loses his mind on his, children. on his children.
1: Abusive. George Bailey. No man is a failure who gets put away in jail for abusing his kids. Mm. All right.
2: Hee-haw. Hee-haw. <laughs> Sam Wainwright. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, he's a really big. big well, fat Wayne, right? <laughs> he's a really big fat ass. Was <laughs> oh, yeah. he about a size thirteen? Oh, Claren- Merry Christmas,
1: Clarence. Really big fat angel, right?
2: Oh, uh, Clarence. I think you're homosexual. <laughs>
1: good. I'm Thank very impressed. Between that and share, I actually it's he the could same. be share. It's the same. It's the same register. I
0: don't. I don't have many impressions. Although I do think that I'm good at them. But I really like when I listen back. I'm like that sounds nothing like.
1: Share is Buffalo Bill is John Travolta. It's a real easy. You yeah. know, it's like skipping a rock across a lake.
2: You want to show me something? Uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Silence of the share. You can't silence me.
2: You know all the routines. Uh, okay. You know all the routines here? (laughs) It's all in one. It's all in one (laughs) sentence.
1: It's so good. It's so good. Wagon
2: wheel, Watusi. Hit it. (laughs) 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 You're not even interesting to make me sick. Okay. Yeah.
0: That other favorite monologue from when uh, the Witches of Eastwick, that's magic, Jim. Witches of Eastwick. Oh, that counts. That counts. We said magic. When she lays into Jack Nicholson, you're not even interesting enough to make me sick.
1: (laughs) You're stupid,
0: pathetic. You smell bad.
1: I have never seen Witches of Eastwick. It's
0: one of the best monologues ever. And then she's like, you're not even, like, can you imagine saying all, you're like, stupid, lazy, not funny, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) You're not even interesting enough to make me sick scene you're not even and you're not even i'm not even repulsed by you to make myself sick you have zero
1: i i gotta see this
0: it's amazing i'm surprised i haven't
1: done this well and then she fucks him at the end well that feels like well because
0: he's the devil
1: and you gotta right devil knows how to do it that's actually in the sequel to it's a wonderful life (laughs) It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. It is. All right. The titties of Eastwick. Here's Anne's answer to moonshine. Dear Soleil Moon Fry, sack indeed. Sounds like a cul-de-sac is living up to its name. Your problem is a dill of a pickle. I understand that what people do on their own land is their own business. Like the slogan, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, as opposed to the Atlantic City slogan. What happens in Atlantic City leaves a rash. However, if you're sauntering around your yard with your dipsy-doodle dangling for the world to see, where is the line drawn? I was curious about your issue, so I did a deep dive into the nudie pool. And I found that, depending on where you live, state laws may be in your favor. According to New York State decency laws, which must be an oxymoron, there are limits to behavior inside a private residency. If I, in my penthouse, happen to see you in your fifth-floor walk-up saunter innocently from the bathroom into the kitchen for a pop tart with your meat and two veg hanging out for God to see, then you're in the clear. But if you stand in your kitchen window stroking your tube steak like it's a 2 a.m. show at the box, you're not. Either way, I'm taking pictures. Also, according to New York state laws, both of these things are perfectly legal on the two-train. In fact, they're encouraged. So go to City Hall. Ask about your neighborly rights. Google the doodle laws. They may be on your side. Or if conflict is your thing, confront your neighbor about the situation. Next time their poolside shout, Hey Mike, great to see you and your flesh cannon. Looks like it's cold today. If all else fails, invest in some cabana drapes and a therapist. And if they invite you to a pool party, bring penicillin. Good luck, you sorry son of a bitch, and call your realtor. Ayan! Cabana drapes, thinking about them myself. What
0: are cabana drapes?
1: It's a very heavy, thick canvas that blows in the wind. And you you hang them on like a really tight, almost like a clothesline, nice and high. Oh,
0: yes, yes, yes. Yeah, cabana, like you're at a cabana. We talked about this for your own yeah. About.
1: and I'm I'm think I'm leaning toward a cabana drape.
0: I thought you guys said that. that that's a separate conversation.
1: It is. It is. It's not. It's not podcast worthy. Oh, oh, what are you doing?
0: I'm I'm always fearful that I have terrible breath, but I stayed up late last night and I got up early, and that's probably what's happening. I'm a little hungover.
1: Oh, oh, mm. oh! So you have hangover breath?
0: Probably. Like a hint just have- of gin. Well, and I had this Diet Coke and I haven't oh, had an water.
1: God, a Diet Coke at 10 a.m. I will never understand. What well, this no, is why, coffee. if you're concerned about your breath, we have velaments and icebreakers right oh, here.
0: Yes, but we're not that
1: close. A fresh velament. Wouldn't it be great if I could actually smell it from here? But I can't.
0: I work with someone where I do. and <laughs> smell
1: there. him from across the room. Mm-hmm. That is my fear. It is my fear, too. I have a lot of breath fear. Me, too. I, I, I am chronically chewing gum. I know it's bad for you. That's
0: worse but... for your bad breath. Oh, Ooh. well,
1: but not really if it's like that dentine ice that takes off the first five layers of your tongue.
0: Well, a lot of it, you have to scrape your tongue. I'm
1: a, I'm a tongue scraper. Are you? Yes.
0: I wasn't until like I realized that like my tongue is like a hoarder's nightmare.
1: Oh, yeah. When it, I've always scraped my tongue mm. I, since I was a kid. Interesting. Yeah, I just like a tongue scrape. I don't have like a, a thing for it. I don't have like a device. I just scrape it with my own toothbrush. Oh,
0: no, I have a thing. Oh, you have it's a like whole a
1: separate scraper. Yeah. Comb for your tongue. Yeah. That is so... Tongue comb. I'm not investing in that much tongue comb. fresh breath. I do the small altoids, the baby, baby altoids that have like a good punch in the baby,
0: nuts. Baby, baby, a I'm special kind of altoid. The burn lo- your tongue, even.
1: <laughs> I don't know where I was, but an Amy Grant song came on. Oh, didn't I text you? Yes. Oh, okay, good. I, I was worried. It was a, it was a Bath and Body Works, which felt like this is the right music to be playing at Bath and Body Works. You're not gonna play like heavy hip hop
0: or like in a candle wow. shop. Like, (laughs) my wet-ass pussy.
1: Wet-ass pussy. Speaking of wet-ass pussy, lotions are on sale two for one at the back of Bath and Body Works.
0: I remember when Amy Grant came out and my friend Cassie, who's a listener, recently had a birthday. Happy Um, birthday,
1: Cassie. Did we say happy birthday to her on the air?
0: I don't think we did.
1: Oh, she's not a Patreon subscriber. Get on it!
0: Uh, Anyway, so she was in the public schools. I was in the uh, private school. And she um, set me up with some girl. And I think the only reason... Now I think I've told you this before like I've gone on a series of dates with people that I think look like
1: Amy Grant
0: more famous people like I dated some girl in college she looked like Mariah Carey um
1: Well that makes sense.
0: Right. And then this girl looked like Amy Grant um <laughs> and of course I didn't know what to do with her and my friends making out on one couch and I'm looking at her like I loved your song.
1: Baby, baby. <laughs> looking at her asking i would touch you but i know you're with vince gill
0: i know i would touch you but i know you're with the lord
1: <laughs> you're already married to jesus <clears throat> but and she, i don't want to get in his way
0: but she was like the kind of girl that she didn't really like to drink but then she did because it you know like a coke would make her go crazy oh and i'm like what's happening and i'm like let's i don't know why i couldn't make out with this girl because i could jerk off some guy in my basement do you well, know what i mean it's because like because she, she a looked very- like
1: amy grant right She's pure.
0: She's pure, therefore I cannot.
1: It could have actually been Amy Grant.
0: Can you even imagine?
1: Yes, I can. Sad. To Amy Grant. Me- I smell something apricot So time.
0: what's up next on the docket? It's... Time for... Four. A specialty cocktail, a specialty, specialty drink. drink. What a Isn't magical it magic! Week. If I say yes, magic it is. It it is. is. It this is Xanadu in Ooh. a glass. I got my roller skates on and it's kicking my ass. Oh
1: oh, oh, oh! I'm very excited for this week's specialty cocktail. It will definitely we have the magic to make your sobriety disappear. dum dunap, dum This week's specialty cocktail is the Houdini.
0: You should deliver it in an Australian accent, like Olivia Newton-John in Sanaday.
1: I'm going to give you David Copperfield, voice. Okay. James Jules Ferris wants you to pick a card, any card, memorize it, put it back in the deck, and that's all he's learned so far. Wow, <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> so for this, I am, I am very interested to see what this is going to taste like because I'm telling you, I don't think this is in my wheelhouse of flavors. Okay. You will need three sprigs of fresh mint, one ounce sweet vermouth, two dashes absinthe, two ounces gin, a stuffed olive for garnish. Here is oh, oh here's the, here's what you do with these things. Go out, gather <laughs> these ingredients, idea. bring them back, throw them in a magical box, and make them disappear. In a mixing glass, muddle two sprigs of the mint with the vermouth and absinthe. Add the gin. Shake with ice and strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Garnish with a stuffed olive and the remaining mint sprig. Now, here are his tasting notes. Other... Oh, you're just smelling it. I thought you were laughing. I was like, did I do something funny? Tell me, please. Give me, give me oh. reassurance. Oh, yeah. or, or... Otherwise known as Harry's cocktail from Harry Macalone's ABC of Mixing Cocktails. I chose this drink because Houdini's first name was also Harry. Oh, okay. Listen, choosing these cocktails isn't rocket science. Rocket science. Let me do that phrase again. Listen, choosing these cocktails isn't rocket science. Sometimes you just got to go with the obvious. I like the idea of absinthe in this drink, that love-it-or-hate-it spirit that has been associated with gods and magic since ancient times. This drink is as complex as any sleight-of-hand maneuver that Mr. Houdini performed with ease. Just like that personality of Harry Houdini, this drink is bold in flavor. The biggest question for you is: when this drink is presented, (gasps) will you make it disappear? (gasps) Magical. All right, I'm gonna pull a rabbit out of my hat. I'm so nervous. Have you ever seen the color of this? That
0: Hugh Jackman film, *The Illusionist*.
1: Uh, no, I didn't. But wasn't that also the one with Jesse? What's his name from? From social network where it was like we're magical.
0: Well, then there's the other one that came out at the same time.
1: Wait, okay, we're gonna sip this. Are you ready? Uh. <laughs> it's um, earthy, earthy. Are you okay? <laughs> How would you describe it? There's I,
0: a- I just I don't know why, mm-hmm. but sometimes um, scenes of movies come in.
1: Okay. All right. What are you channeling,
0: um, Julia Roberts, in the opening scene of My Best Friend's Wedding, Mm -hmm. when everyone goes crazy because she's the food critic?
1: Uh huh.
0: um, I'm going to write it up as inventive, and then like Bravo. That's Um, not a compliment.
1: Okay. Well, I've got a movie coming in, and it's The Accused with Jodie Foster. Mm -hmm. Or is it The Panic Room, where I want to go into a place alone for a while and lock myself in?
0: I'm, in, you know, I'm deeply intrigued. And oh, I, you know, this is like the Mrs. Peacock of drinks. <laughs> I don't know what this is or what you're doing here or what I'm doing here, but I'm determined to enjoy myself.
1: <laughs> oh, my. This drink's delicious. Oh, my. Oh, monkey's brains. Is that what we ate? Oh,
0: God. I to love that movie so fucking hard.
1: There's no, look, we keep going back to this drink for some weird reason. I know. Because here's the thing you get hit with a, uh, I don't know skunkiness there's mm-hmm. a, a bitterness there's a everything is wrong and then you you taste mint and then you think it's like it's like a digestive you know it's like suddenly I'm in Italy and this is good for my lower this intestine is like, I don't or want it tastes to drink, like my lower it's intestine. like if you
0: started making out with a 65 year old and you're like this is going to be terrible and then they're a great kisser you're like okay maybe one more maybe one more kiss <laughs>
1: Let me it's, just go in one more no, time to make no. sure. No, no, no this that, is terrible.
0: You smell like mouthballs, but God,
1: you're a great kiss. Yeah, but then when I separate from you, I see your crepey skin.
0: I said I was sorry for making out with your grandfather, but he's really good.
1: Yeah, it's Kim Cattrall in the original yeah. episode of Sex and the I State. can't even
0: smell the feeding tube. I can't because I it's I that good of a kiss.
1: I mean, the colostomy bag, you have to push it out of the way. Yeah, but you know what? You put it to you... get to the mint. Yeah,
0: but we put that blanket over it. I don't see it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we put papa's crocheted blanket over it. I don't mind the fact that we've like taped his eyes shut. That's
0: fine. Yeah. That's fine. He's it's still like it never happened. Yeah.
1: But we keep going back in and sipping. We do. I think I'm just trying to figure it all out.
0: This is very confusing. It's this it's, is like a panic room.
1: it is a panic room. Or
0: what are those what are those is that what it's called? A panic escape room?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, where well, you can't get out of it. The panic room is, is the
0: I don't think someone who suffers from anxiety should be in an escape room. And I'll tell you that that person is me. I would but lose my we mind.
1: we both suffer from anxiety. I also have OCD, which a panic room might be the most ideal place for me. It's like, just focus on this one task mm-hmm. and then talk about it for the next 15 years. Mm-hmm. That's my OCD. This is the weirdest thing I've ever t- I'm not doing it anymore. I keep bringing it up to my yeah. face and threatening. It's also, it has the it. color of a New Jersey water source, you mm. know? It, there's like, oh, this is a lake in New Jersey. It's like... There's um, things, there's bodies floating in it. Did the
0: sewage water get into the drinking water?
1: Yeah. I'm unclear. Wow, this is definitely making it into the cookbook. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to release a book this fall. Did I tell you? We're going to take all of our specialty cocktails and combine them into one very wonderful book for uh-huh. all of you people to enjoy. We're going to be selling them on our website eventually. This is just this is a teaser. I'm just telling you what's coming down the pike. We're gonna we're gonna make a book with these recipes in it. Gonna sell it to you people. Tits a wonderful life. Tits certainly is. Now, if everybody will excuse me, I'm gonna go stick my finger down my throat. Oh, Because this was a quite a quite a want <laughs>
0: Ah! This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.